0: Hello SRU. How's it going everyone? My name is Jeremy Lynch host of the podcast where we get to share all the stories going on in and around our rock community. I am joined as always by producer Dr. Nick Artman and communications manager and content curator Jay Z. Gentlemen. (laughs) Sorry. That was a new one. Couldn't help it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. There's just so much going on here. First off, we we just figured out that we can call Justin Zackel Jay Z and we're going to run that joke into the ground now. Yes. Um, the the other reason um, I was so distracted, thrown off of that, this is it's the first time we're actually in the WSRUFM podcast studio. So this is the first time we're at what episode thirty eight. Episode thirty eight. This is the first time we've ever actually recorded a podcast. This is
0: the uh, this is the idea from in the same room, right? Yeah. This is the idea back in when did we meet twenty nineteen, probably
1: when we came up with this. I think it was fall of nineteen, sort of half cooked idea. <laughs> yeah, half would be generous. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. It was fall of nineteen. We got together and talked about something completely different and then started talking about podcasting. Uh, and then we asked everybody and anybody for a room. Nobody would give us any room. And then the pandemic hit and we were on Zoom. So we were actually in like my basement. Well, guess what? We're doing a podcast on Zoom okay. then. Yeah, you were in your basement. I was in my mom's attic for a while. That's right. You were yeah. in the attic yeah. for a it was while. Good. It was good. Justin was actually the only one still on campus. So <laughs> <laughs> except for when he was quarantined, he, he was <laughs> always on campus. Hey, I was
2: quarantined away from my my newborn baby too. So like it That's was, true. I yeah, was we're like just kicking it away with you. You.
1: Down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually we no, I, was like, I was gonna say we saw more than his when his newborn baby
0: that week but yeah. listen this is pretty sweet though I'm excited about this I'm excited that our guest is sitting right across from us even though we're talking <laughs> about him here in a second without him actually you know joining the conversation right now but yeah thanks it's been good cool. Well, with that, our guest today is Sergeant David Duffy, a senior dual criminology and criminal justice and psychology major from Cannon McMillan High School. Sergeant Duffy is a member of the 28th Military Police Company, which is an element of the 28th Infantry Division of the Army National Guard. He first enrolled in SRU back in 2015, but his education has been interrupted a few times for his military service, including a deployment as a customs agent in Iraq and Kuwait from 2018 to 2019. Today, though, he joins the podcast to share a story of heroism not overseas, but on the PA Turnpike in mid-October. And with that, we're pleased to bring you Sergeant David Duffy. David, thanks for joining us.
3: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, look, you are the first person that we get to do this in studio with. I'm pretty excited that I'm talking to a human and
1: not a computer screen.
3: Pretty, pretty, pretty cool setup for my very first podcast ever. Yeah, to be honest (laughs) with you. (laughs) Well,
0: this is
1: this is the most professional podcast you'll have ever been on. If you ever are in another one, I'm just, you know, just letting you know.
0: The nice thing, like this is a normal conversation. You know, the worst part about Zoom is you always have like your box. Yeah, like the part and you end up how much time do you spend staring at yourself, right? I've had to like close that box because you're like talking. You're like, why the hell are my hands all over the place, right? You're distracting yourself on zoom. But yep. anyway, yep. We're, we're excited to be here. Hi. Right, so before we get to October 16th, just mm-hmm. give us, you know, a little bit of background because you've had quite a journey getting to even here.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what do you, what do you want to know? Like my... let's start back in 2015. you were a first year student. <clears throat> So, yeah, I was a first-year student here in 2015. I Actually, that's actually when I enlisted in the National Guard, too. Same time. Same time. My very first semester here. Uh, One of the guys in my class, he had talked to me about it. I wasn't sure if I could ever, like, join or not, but turns out I could. And then I went up and talked to the recruiter. And then I'd say about a month after I talked to him, I was swearing in down in Pittsburgh for MEPS. Yeah. And then you went to basic the summer after your first year or? Yes. I did a... I completed my first year as a freshman and then I went to OSET training, yeah. which is a one station unit training down in Fort Leonard Wood, but Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And uh, yeah, I was there for about a little under five months doing military police school and basic training and everything like that. And then you came back, started taking classes again. Yes. I came back in the spring of 2017. I started back spring up again. Okay. So that's still a pretty good break there
0: even too. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was it like getting back in the groove of being a college student after being it was a military, it was a lot nicer to be <laughs> honest with you. No doubt,
3: <laughs> uh, mainly just because I was like, oh, okay, there's you know, I can eat junk food and I can like go out and like get my own food. I don't know if just like eat the defect food and everything like that. <laughs> it was kind of nice having that freedom back. And so you then what, what? probably a year,
0: year and a half and then you were deployed.
3: Yes, I got back uh, from basic training. I went to my unit for the first time in January. And then that summer of 2017, they announced to us that we were getting uh, mobilized. In January 18-ish? Uh, In the summer of 2018. is on 2018. Moped. So okay. we left in September 10th was like our official like leave date from Pennsylvania. We were down to Texas, did our uh, like pre-mob stuff. Then I'd say about a month. We spent about a month in Texas. And then I was like the second Ad-on over because I was like the first group going to Iraq. Right. So then I went over to Iraq. Uh, I was there for about five months, came back. Uh, then I spent three months in Kuwait doing the same job. Then I'd say, end of June, we left. We flew back home. We were in Texas for like two weeks or so. And then we got back on July 10th. So I was gone about exactly 10 months. All right. And then back to SRU in the fall. Yep. Right back to SR- SRU.
0: Man, what was better coming back to SRU from basic? are coming back to SRU after
3: a deployment. After a deployment, for sure, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> All right.
0: So now you're back at SRU, full time student. Mm-hmm. Everything's good, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. And then you had drill a couple months. Well, it was a month ago now. Yeah, less than. You're driving home from drill. Drills in Somerset County, where your unit's at. What mm-hmm. happened then?
3: So I was driving home from drill, and I was uh, I was like talking to my uh, girlfriend on the phone. And I had, uh, this is actually kind of a funny story uh, leading up to it. I think it's kind of funny, at least Uh, I remember I was driving and this like green looking daddy long leg spider, like just dropped from my car ceiling kind of freaked me out. I don't know why, but it did. And then I had to stop at a rest off, you know, couldn't find it. And I'm like, great, this is going to bug me the whole drive home. And little did I know what was actually going to happen about 10 minutes later. (laughs) Yeah. So 10 minutes later what did happen? Cause it got a little crazy. Yeah. So I was driving in the right lane and I was driving behind this semi truck and the, uh, the truck just randomly started pulling off to the, the shoulder, the right side shoulder of the road. And I thought it was just like pulling off to like rest or something like that. I'm like, I drive a lot. I see trucks pull over all the time. Right. Uh, It was going, it was starting to like head under the bridge. And then the next thing I know, the whole truck just crashes right in front of me. And I was like, that's, Not good. So as soon as I saw that I pulled my car over to the shoulder of the road. I hopped out ran to the semi truck because I want to make sure the driver was okay. We're going at least 70 on the turnpike. Yeah and uh, I get there I immediately see like fuel like fire all of like different spots around the truck and I'm like this isn't good. Yeah, it's one way to put it. Yeah, Yeah. I was like I got to find this driver if, if I you know, make sure he's okay make sure he's not near any of this stuff. So I'm trying to i'm like screaming for the driver because the whole cab had been thrown off of the truck and it had been flipped around 180 degrees so like the windshield would be like the front of the truck would be it was now facing the trailer right but it was actually like on its back almost so like the windshield was towards the sky and i didn't notice that until i actually got up to the truck at first i thought it just looked like a mangled ball of metal and i was like this uh, This driver even like in there right uh, I start screaming for cars on the turnpike to like call 911. I'm like basically in the middle of the turnpike, just like screaming, trying to wave people down. I'm screaming to try and find the driver, all this at the same time. Then uh, he finally calls out to me. he's like, oh, "I'm over here." and he's like half days, I could tell. Uh, sure. So I find him, and the passenger window was now the closest to me because it had been flipped around. So I run over to the passenger' side door and I see him in there. And I knew there was fire and fuel, which obviously is not good. So I tried uh, yank on the passenger side door. I yanked as hard as I could, like three or four different times, just trying to get it to open. It, it wouldn't budge though. And he was telling me his uh, his seatbelt was stuck. So I ran around the cab to try and get to the driver's side door to help him get his seatbelt undone to get him out of that, get him out of the <clears throat> get him out of the cab. Then uh, when I got over there, there was already fuel on the ground and like a fire going uh, near the driver's side door. So I knew I couldn't like get to him that way. So I had to run around to the passenger side window again. And when I got there, I looked back in the window and uh, he had managed to get his seatbelt undone and he kind of like flopped over it away in the driver's seat. So it kind of like fell on his side. So I I knew that there was already fire growing all over the place. I'm like, this thing's probably going to like catch on fire explode like any, any second. So I was like, well, okay. So I just jumped through the passenger window. I grab him. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so I jump through the passenger window. I grab him. I drag him all the way from the driver's seat, all the way across the cab and out the passenger side window. And I remember that fire I'd seen previously on his side as I was dragging him out. I remember just seeing it grow and it like basically engulfed the entire driver's side window. It just got really high. And, uh, freaked me out. And I was like screaming cause he, he couldn't move. So I was just dead weight. I was dragging, I was like screaming, like, come on, come on. And just trying to get him out. And, uh, when I did finally pull him out, uh, that's when other people finally started coming to like help. So once I got him fully out of the truck, there was this older gentleman there and he, uh, he started to help me drag him. I'd say like four or five seconds later that, that half where he was sitting, just Exploded. It erupted into flames. It actually knocked me and the older gentleman to the ground. Damn. When we were dragging him, but uh, I actually didn't remember it at first because my adrenaline was just through the roof. Right. Yeah. It was pumping. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one way to put it. So yeah, it was pumping. I was, I I never let go of the dude, and I got knocked on the ground, and I just remember uh, just trying to drag this man as far away as possible from this truck. Like I I was dragging him on the turnpike, and then finally more people came and we were able to drag him farther away from the truck and get him to the shoulder of the road. Uh, more people came and I, I like snapped into like my sergeant. I called it my sergeant mode. Uh, I snapped into sergeant mode. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I just started like ordering people around. I was like, you two, uh, each one of you grab a leg. Uh, you, sir, uh, The one guy that was helping me, uh, the older gentleman at first, I was like, you grab his, uh, you've been his right. I was like, grab his arm over here and I had his left. So we pick him up and we start carrying him farther away from this truck. Uh, we lay him down. I get down. I start assessing him for like any serious, like life-threatening injuries. So I'm checking him over. I don't see anything like bad. Uh, The only cut I can actually remember on him was his uh, big toe. Like the top half of his shoe had just been ripped off completely, like sock and all. So it was just like his toe sticking out of the (laughs) shoe. And I was like, it's odd. And his big toe had just a cut, like nothing serious on it. So I was like, okay, well, that's good. And then uh, I'd say about two minutes after... We had finally like, well, since we had gotten him from the truck, I'd say after oh, two minutes after the first explosion, uh, the other fuel tank on the truck also exploded and engulfed the entire cab. Damn.
2: And then. Uh, I and remember- I want to say, I want to, uh, buddy, to paint the picture a little bit, you're doing all of this in your army fatigues yeah. too. You're ordering people around, you're sure. running towards a, to a, a truck that's on fire, all in your army fatigues because you're coming back from your drill in, in, in Somerset County.
3: Yeah. I was actually in Harrisburg that morning. So we drove all the way from 14 in town gap all the way back to Somerset. And then we got released from Somerset at around like 1245 one. It was, it was like an early day for us. Cause it, it was like a three day long drill. I was actually there for four cause I had gone early to help like watch the ammo for the weekend. And then, uh, yeah, I was still in my uniform. I was driving home, listening to the Steeler game, just trying to like enjoy my drive. And then
1: right. everything happens. And you're in that section of the turnpike. To Justin's point, is one of the busiest. Like it's not maybe in terms of like amount of cars at one time, but it's constant, right? That section, like by Somerset, mm-hmm. there are always cars on that road. So it's not like you're you have time, or you know, sooner or later traffic stops. But I mean, it's not like it's a sm- like you're off to the side, right? I mean, you're in the middle of the turnpike, in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. was near Irwin. Yeah. 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 It, was, uh, from, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was in between
3: mile 69.2 and 69.1. Of course you remember that specific. Yeah. That yeah. one's, that one's, that one's kind of, that one's seared Yeah.
1: Yeah. Crazy.
3: So the paramedic showed up. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, as I was assessing him, I was, I told this one, uh, older woman to like get the, fo- uh, get the police on the phone. I like glanced, I looked at the sign. I told her where we're at. On the turnpike, like what direction we were heading, so the cops and the MTS and everybody could find us. Uh, so we're sitting there. I'm um, uh, actually another woman just randomly also came over. She saw everything we were doing and she stopped. She came over. She was in some sort of medical field and she came up to me. She's like, have you like assessed him yet? I'm like, well, I've, you know, I've done everything I know how to do. I'm All like, right. and she told me what she did. She's like, oh, I'm like, a, I can't remember what kind of medical profession she was in. I was like, well, you're probably, you can probably do a better job than I can. <laughs> just put it <laughs> that way. And uh, she starts looking him over. Uh, the whole time, I, I wanted to make sure I, he stayed awake just in case there was any sort of like right. trauma, yep. anything like that uh, so I kept talking with a guy uh, before the EMTs and the police even came. I just was trying to like joke and put him in a better mood. I felt felt really uh, like bad because I could see him like looking up at the crash and like get kind of emotional about it. Well, yeah. which I don't blame him one yeah, bit. No I would do the same exact thing. Uh, and I was like, dude, all that stuff over there does not matter right now. That is the least of your concerns. All that matters right now is that you're safe and you're okay. And I was, and then when the cops and EMTs did finally start arriving, I was making jokes. I was like, like, dude, the worst part's over. Your week's going to be great. You're going to be <laughs> like, you know, you get time off work They put you on great painkiller. You're
0: going <laughs> to have a blast. <laughs> just,
3: just trying to make the guy laugh. And yeah, they came, uh, the cops were uh, like asking like just a few questions because they got there like a minute before EMTs did. And they were uh, asking just like, oh, did someone pull you out? And I felt it kind of like wore my heart. Cause he, uh, he like, without like missing a beat, he like points right at me like this man right here, he pulled me out. And I was like, oh, thank you. I was kind of, I don't know why I just kind of like warm my heart a little bit. Sure. And then uh, EMTs came. Then once EMTs came and started working on him, that's when I finally stopped. Like, St- standing near him and making sure he was okay right you can step back yeah I can step back yeah, now and breathe. then uh yeah <laughs> uh then I think I was like the last one to give my report to the state police and I told them everything that happened because I had seen the whole accident I was right. driving right start to the finish truck.
0: you were there yeah.
3: yeah and uh I told him the whole story and then I remember the state trooper he looked at me and he's like that was pretty courageous what you did he's like you probably saved that man's life and I was like I'm just doing what I need to do i was just trying to help the guy I saw yeah. something yeah dude that's
0: nuts Yeah, (laughs) that's straight crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, you did an article or Justin Jay-Z wrote an article about (laughs) this. And and, uh, listen, if you haven't seen it, if anyone that's listening, there's a picture of the truck on fire Mm -hmm. on the turnpike to give you just a little bit of perspective there. But, you know, one of the things you said to to Justin was, you know, you didn't really think about it when it was happening. I didn't.
3: I was just acting in the moment. Right.
0: Yeah. Go. Well,
2: and you're describing this like it's taken us a couple of minutes to describe it, but all of the from when you left your car until when you pulled him out and the truck exploded. I mean, we're talking how many how, how long was that?
3: Um, my it, it, it's this was something I've learned about adrenaline since that happened. Hmm. Uh, time felt like it was moving incredibly fast and also incredibly slow all right. at the same time. So it's like hard to imagine, but I, I can't say any more than it was less than a minute before like me stopping my car. And by the time I got in full, I think everything took place within like a minute, right? So somewhere in that time frame, I'm crazy guessing. fast. Yeah. Yeah. But you remember
0: details like down to the second.
3: Yeah, it was, it, I remember like right. it, certain points were like, it felt like time was moving incredibly slow and other points it felt like I could barely remember because I was like moving and just trying to move around so fast. It was like happened like a blink of an eye. So when did you finally start to process like what happened? Um, I'm still kind of processing it all, to be honest that's with fair. you. But, yeah, that's uh, fair. When I, I remember driving home, and I was just, I was just kind of a train wreck. I was just kind of like, yeah, no doubt. My adrenaline was still like, I was shaking. I was like, I don't know. I, I'm like, I didn't even know what to. I almost didn't tell anybody about what happened. I didn't know how to like explain to people what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of
0: conversation starters that? So, hey, I was
3: driving home today, and you know, this, this truck just like crashed exploded and exploded in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know how to handle any of it at first. And then I had like a solid. I said like a good hour's worth left of my drive. So I just had to sit there and think about what oh, just happened. It, right. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I really didn't know. Yeah. But uh, I was, I mean, I was still on orders. So when I got back, I, you know, I told my girlfriend about it. Uh, I had to call my squad leader and let him know, like, cause I'm still on orders. I'm like, okay, this and this happened on my drive home. And he thought it was a crazy story. And he was like, he's like, you did a really crazy. good job. Right. And he's like, you he passed it up. So a whole bunch of my, military higher ups know about it now and everything. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, most people you think you're driving down the road, you're like, oh, if an accident happens, like yeah. some people play those scenarios out in their mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've done yeah. it. I've done it. No, no, I've I certainly done it before, right? Like, I, have I think too. Like, if, oh yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah. Well, and that's where and that's where I was thinking the same thing you were. I'm on the same page right now in terms of thinking like, okay, what would I do? And I know in my history, my my fight or flight is not strong. <laughs> it's neither. I'm more. I'm not. I'm neither You're the freeze guy. I'm the freeze guy. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm the freeze guy. So like, I love your humbleness, and I appreciate your humbleness. But man, it is an incredible story, just because you know, I think it's part training, but I, I have only known you for 20 minutes now. And I, but I just think that's part of who you are. I mean, with how fast that happened, like dude, that's awesome. Like congratulations on you. And, and that's huge of you to be able to just identify that and say, I'm going to get out of my car in the middle of the turnpike. And I'm going to grab this guy who I don't even know. Uh, that's, there's not a lot of people that would do that. So that's awesome. Good for you, man. I appreciate man. it. That's huge. That's yeah.
3: Huge. I looking back on everything. I'm I, it, even after like watching the video, because in the moment it it didn't, it felt like longer before uh, it exploded that I had had him out and I was dragging him. But after watching the video, I'm like, that's a lot closer than I remember. Oh, so (laughs) you watched the video. Um,
0: Justin said there was someone that,
2: yeah, like, recorded it and posted it. Yeah, on it's Facebook like anything. You know? It's like anything these days. Right, uh, everything you, everything is is recorded by uh, everyone that has the handheld broadcaster. In their in in I'm not going to help. <laughs> but let me,
1: but let me take this video. Yeah, I got you.
2: Yeah. Uh, so one of the cars that was. Uh, driving by the accident uh, did Facebook live and uh, cap- captured the final moments of, uh, of, of David pulling the truck driver out and then the explosion happens. And it just, I mean, I'm just watching that just gives me the chills uh just watching that and then the the news stations picked up on it and um and 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 David you didn't uh when you come back and you're telling people about this you told you work here on campus in the um office of uh, uh, community engaged learning mm. and your boss contacted me um, saying, hey, um, I just found out that uh, a student that works in our office uh, did something over the weekend. And so it wasn't like you were just like, hey, everyone, I'm the hero. And like contacting the university's public relations office. Uh, I found out. And then this was like days later. And then like, yeah, let me look into this and see. Uh, and then I did a. You know, searching on the internet, and I found out that uh, um, I, I, I found the accident. Found your name was mentioned in one of the uh, newspaper articles about it, and then then it just kind of grew from there. And then you were on WPXI. We did a, a, a uni- uh, the university did a an article for the website, and uh, so yeah, you're, I'm like now your your personal publicist now in, 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 the, in the wake of this uh, uh, of this incident. That's next week's intro.
1: Yeah. Publi- yeah. Publicist now.
3: Publicist for Sergeant <laughs> David Duffy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, uh I wasn't expecting everything that's been happening to happen. Like I told you, I almost didn't tell anybody. I kind of felt like oh, I kind of had to because I was on military orders. So I'm like, well, I have to pass this up. Yeah. But because uh, I was talking about everything, and uh it was actually my girlfriend. And my sister, who kind of started putting my name out there. So my sister, I told, I called my mom and sister, explained what happened. My I was like, I'm proud of you, but you're giving me gray hairs. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, my sister made a Facebook post the next day when they published the article about just like a truck crashing. And they sure. mentioned a bystander, like pulling the guy out because it didn't have any, anybody's information. And my sister was like, this bystander that they failed to mention. And she's like, David Duffy," <laughs> And she was like, <laughs> Like, I'm like, okay, well, now my name's attached to it. Yep, and that's it. Uh, It's over now. <laughs> it's over now. My girlfriend emailed WPXI because they didn't know anybody, and they had the video, and uh, my girlfriend's oh, like, sure. oh, I, I know him. Like, this is... David, like, yeah. my boyfriend, who so
2: did you, this. Your girlfriend's your publicist, and do, in addition to me. So yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So you, yeah. You, got you got some competition. My girlfriend was my original manager. Then I took over and got him on a podcast and everything. <laughs> don't don't tell her I said that. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that. We'll cut that part <laughs> yeah. Not a <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was. It's been a. It's been a lot. Not like in a. Not like in a bad way. But uh, it's uh. I've uh, never really dealt with like the media or anybody like this before. And I was not expecting any of this, even right after it happened too. So I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, Even my mom woke me up like Tuesday morning. I woke up to a text from her and she's like, somebody got you on video pulling that dude out of the truck. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I went and I found it. I watched I'm like, Oh yeah, there's me. And I'm like, I've, it's kind of weird watching yourself get knocked over from an explosion. Never thought I'd ever have yeah, to witness right? that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like something out of an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to like think on the positives. I'm like, oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't know. know. I mean, Most
0: stunts usually have a lot of safety.
1: Yeah. Build it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look good in that uniform. Yeah. That's what you're, Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. My boots are untucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, David, have you had you know, you've had some time to process this and go through it and you're still processing. Like you said, mm-hmm. since the accident, have you been put in touch back with the truck driver? Have you talked to the truck driver or anything like that?
3: So I actually, uh, the next day after it happened, I wanted to just make sure he was okay. So yeah. I called, uh, well from the pictures and the video and everything, or I guess not the video, but the picture itself, I was able to get the, uh, the name of his company.
2: You said you dialed the number says, how, was how my driving? <laughs> I <dialed> that number. <laughs>
3: I would have, I mean, <laughs> but no, I, I, I had to like, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have found the people I was trying to reach though. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I, I managed to find his company. I Googled it and then I found a number to contact and I called them and it's it's a pretty big trucking company it, it expands uh at least half of the US like throughout different states. So I finally got to a number where somebody who could like get me like in contact with him could. And uh, I asked him, like, have you, like, heard about this crash, about one of your trucks on the turnpike on Sunday? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Uh. So I'm the dude who pulled the guy out. Like, I, I'm just trying to, like, get in touch with him and just make sure he's okay. Because the last time I saw him, he was leaving an ambulance. Right. So uh, they told me they couldn't give any of his, like, medical sure. stuff out, yeah, yeah. obviously. But they they just, they were like, he's, he's doing okay. He's a bit shaken up. But he's okay. I'm like, okay, that's well, good to hear. I just want to make sure he was, like, doing Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's about the only lucky, contact. I thought you were there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm very grateful to God that everything played out the way it did, to be honest with you, like looking back on it and like seeing how close everything second by second happened. I'm like, that's like a legitimate miracle that just happened. i the whole drive home. I didn't know that, But thank God I was like, thank you so much for everything. It was just, I was so
2: shaken up and it was, it was a lot. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You were there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <sighs> Dave, I'm on a official business here on behalf of the uh, the Slip Rock University Board of Trustees, uh, they would like to present you with a commendation at their next uh, quarterly business meeting, and uh, I was wondering if you would uh, uh, accept this uh, this commendation.
3: Oh yeah, of course.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> if you can come to the next uh, Board of Trustees meeting, we will be presenting you with uh, with a commendation and uh, just recognizing your your acts of uh, of, of bravery and uh, and heroism. Thank you. What when is that? Well, I mean, depends on when Nick publishes his podcast. But, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> December 9th in uh, 11 a.m. in the Alumni House. Oh, okay.
3: It's actually if the day before I graduate. Okay. Well, there okay, you go. Uh, if you
2: can, if you can join us, we'd love to have you there and recognize you for this. Oh yeah. Thank you.
1: I, I appreciate it. Thank you. And we've done a lot of joking today and we've had a lot of fun, but this is, that's not a bit, that's a hundred percent serious. Yeah, you, really? You've yep. earned every bit of that. Oh yeah. No, we're not kidding. Oh, he, the, he's mm-hmm. actually representing the university there. That's a hundred percent true. Um, you've earned that and congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean again that's another thing everyone's being super nice to me ever since this
3: happened they found out. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like people aren't like normally like mean to me or anything, but I'm like <laughs> everyone's like, oh, you saved a life. They're calling me the hero word and I'm like,
1: I'm still getting used to this. My GPA went from something to 4.2. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Right I can you
3: negotiate some
0: grades <laughs> based on this? <laughs> I wish I could
1: negotiate grades based off of this. <laughs>
3: that'd be easy. I mean, not easy, but that'd be, that'd be great to be like, can I just like take a, like an L on this last, this next exam. <laughs> Pretty please.
2: <laughs> but I think, <laughs> though, if you see something good happening, you got to point to it, and it sets example for other people. And uh, and 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 you're certainly your your act of of, of bravery as as a bystander. I mean, there're not many people would uh, react to the way that you have. Yeah, you relied on your training, but uh, that that is that is admirable to do what you what, what you did, and uh, it, it is a great example for others. And, and we we would be remiss if we didn't uh, recognize you and point to you as an example for others to follow your lead. Yeah, I, okay, I appreciate that. So, yeah, so, you nice. <laughs> so, you
3: mentioned
0: it. You mentioned it a second ago. Graduation, mm-hmm. about a month away now, right? Oh, yeah. So, what's next?
3: Uh, I actually start a criminal justice master's program here in January. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. that's awesome. As long graduation. as I graduate, that was one of the conditions. I have, I'm on a conditional acceptance and they, it was, the only condition was that I, I graduate. <laughs> so you know like, the
0: people that sign your diploma? Mm-hmm. Those are the people that are handing you the, the award on the ninth.
3: Really? So yeah. So I got to make sure I pass all my classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might,
0: <laughs> but no, I, th- I think you got an angle there. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you mind signing this for yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. I know I didn't
3: pass it, but can I just get the diploma?
0: <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> I kind of need this signature so I can do this next thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the accommodation is great, but... <laughs> oh man all right david
0: we really appreciate your story and i i'm not going to say anything else because i think justin said it best but we end this podcast with three questions and i know Mm -hmm. nick mentioned them when we were all just kind of hanging out in here before we hit record Mm -hmm. the first question is what is your best sru
1: memory and you can't use the one we've just spent the whole episode talking about right that, I was that was planning on using that one. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I'd probably say probably the night either met my girlfriend because she's awesome. You have, awesome. We've you been have together.
1: to say that you have to say <laughs> that okay. Good. Yeah, and you, she's going
3: to listen to this one. We actually just celebrated our one year on uh, sunday october 30th was our one year good job and then uh yeah (laughs) but uh no i actually used to run track and field here, and then uh when i got back from my deployment my first meet back i ended up pring by like or setting my new personal record by like seven inches i I think before I left my best was like 14 feet, three inches mm-hmm. jump. Yeah. Up. Yeah. My jump. And then uh, when I got back my first meet, I, I jumped like 15. I'm like, Oh, this is having like competed in a meet in, like a year and a half. And <laughs>
0: that training, awesome.
1: that training will do that to you. Yeah. yeah
3: I, I worked out a lot
0: overseas. <laughs> 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 All right. If someone was going to make a TV special about you, who would star as you?
3: It's actually kind of funny. Uh, in my Slippery Rock Veterans Association group chat, uh, one of them were like, uh, they're going to, they should hire like, they are going to hire like Mark Wahlberg to play the movie about you. And I'm like, I am not, I am too ugly to have him play me. <laughs> but um, I actually don't know, to be honest with you. I'm terrible with actor names, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. Patrick Duffy.
1: <laughs> not Patrick Duffy.
3: <laughs> so again, before
0: you, thankfully before you got here, right? <laughs> we're sitting in here just messing around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know why I want to call this guy Patrick Duffy. And I'm like, why does that name stand out? We well, do share a name.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heart, right? But,
0: <laughs> but apparently Patrick Duffy is a famous actor
3: mm-hmm.
0: on a daytime soap
1: opera. Really? So we got a, gl- we got a glimpse into what uh, Dr. Lynch does at home thanks. <laughs> I, yeah, whatever, I and I, to but to answer me. your question, I'm terrible with that. I, I you know I've sat I'm here. I to tried to stall and I'm like who would be a good one. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll just go Brad Pitt. There you go. Talk. All
3: right.
1: Yeah. Got, <laughs> flatter me. There you go. <laughs> All
3: right.
0: Last question. Mm. If you could combine any two animals, which two animals would you choose?
3: You I might need, might need a minute to think about that one. That's a good question. <laughs> I kind of want to see like a real life Griffin, so I'd want to say I'd combine like a lion and an eagle together, so that'd be kind of cool. It's like the ultimate like apex predator (laughs) and slightly terrifying. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) but I wanted it as like a pet or something like that. Like you, like people would have a dog like walk a, around campus with a, it. Like yeah. a Griffin with a flying <laughs> man eater. I would never yeah. have to drive anywhere. I'm late for just class.
1: <laughs> Hop on my Griffin.
0: <laughs> it's funny. I asked my students this the other day in class, same question. And one of the students said
1: a bear and an Eagle. I'm like, why? Why? It, it, why not? That's also another
3: just a supreme apex, predator. right? Exactly. Yeah. A flying bear. Yeah. That's what
1: you need. But see, I picture it when you say the fly this is not necessary, but we I picture the flying bear. None of this is necessary. I picture it like one of those carpenter bees, like those really big bees with like the little wings. So I picture like this big grizzly bear with like wings that don't work. Fairy wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I picture like the
0: a giant eagle with wings and then bear claws. Right. I guess an eagle has talent. Whatever.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> We teach education and communication, not, not by all, not
0: creativity.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, David, seriously, thank you for joining us. Thank you I you mean, on we on. love sharing this story. It is, it is amazing. Um, I've had to tell it quite a few times now. I bet you're getting <laughs> good at it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not, now you can just give them to the podcast. This podcast or Hey, you want to hear the story? Oh, hey, listen to this podcast. There you, you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's, you're a good publicist. Jay-Z. Yeah.
2: When
3: WPXI <laughs> interviewed me, they were, I was like, I've, I've had to tell the story so many times over the past week. I'm like, I haven't memorized by now. It's, <laughs>
0: it's down, <laughs> roll
3: like word for word. <laughs>
0: Well, David, congratulations on your recommendation from the Council of Trustees. Congratulations on your upcoming graduation. You'll get there. I know you (laughs) will. And good luck with your master's program. Thank you. I appreciate it. So thanks for joining us. SRU, thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Hello, SRU is brought to you by Slippery Rock University and is part of the WSRU Podcast Network. It's hosted by Jeremy Lynch and produced by Nick Artman and Justin Zackle. If you or someone you know has an SRU story, send it on over to podcast at sru.edu. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Hello SRU wherever you get your podcasts.